Good evening and thank you so much for joining us. You're watching the nine at night. I'm Stefania Jimenez. Tonight we begin with parents of the Uvalde victims who aren't taking no for an answer. They are done asking today. They demanded the Uvalde CISD superintendent suspend the Uvalde CISD police officers who were at Robb Elementary when the shooting happened on May 24th and they met him outside his office around 645 this morning to let him know. They think the officers who were there in the building when the shooting happened should have done more to stop the shooter who went on to kill 21 people in that school. The parents also want the superintendent to investigate the officers, and you're going to hear more from the parents and also about what happened during tonight's city council meeting in Uvalde on the night beat at 10 o'clock. In other news right now, a Bear County court judge caught with a loaded gun at the airport. Judge Rosie Speedland Gonzalez says it was an oversight. She says she was trying to catch an early morning flight September 19th and forgot that the gun was in her possession. TSA agents found the weapon in her carry-on luggage. It had a bullet chambered and a loaded magazine in it. San Antonio police interviewed her. She got on her flight that day, but Speedland Gonzalez could face a civil penalty from the TSA and it is possible the Bear County DA is going to review what happened. San Antonio police arrested a teenager in a deadly hit and run that happened earlier this week. SAPD saying that 17 year old Seth Mendelhall allegedly hit and killed 29 year old Milton Tejeda with his car at the intersection of Ramsgate Road and Stockbridge Lane. Police say it happened last Wednesday after the two got into an argument outside of a Northside convenience store. Mendelhall is charged with failure to stop and render aid, resulting in death, and his bond is set at $75,000. So now San Antonio police and Crime Stoppers need your help to identify a pair of robbery suspects. So we'll show them to you. SAPD says those two robbed a Burlington Coat Factory last month on Southwest Military Drive. Police say the man in the photo that you see right there to the left assaulted a store clerk after he was confronted about putting items in a backpack. If you have any information on this, if you know who these people are, call Crime Stoppers. That number is on your screen. It's 210-224-STOP. Tonight, San Antonio fire investigators are trying to figure out what caused a house to burn. So that fire happened around 4.30 this morning in the 200 block of West Mistletoe Avenue, which is downtown. Firefighters say those flames burned through a garage and a shed. Now, the good thing is that those things were not attached to the home. Nobody was hurt, and thankfully, those flames didn't spread to other buildings. On to national news now. It is postponed. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack is now holding off on tomorrow's hearing. That move is in response to Hurricane Ian that's headed toward Florida. That storm could devastate much of the state. The hearing was set to reveal new information that's been uncovered since the last hearing, which is on July 21st. They should announce a new date for the hearing soon. In three days, Governor Greg Abbott and his Democratic opponent Beto O'Rourke are going to face off in a debate. Next Star Media Group is hosting it. It's going to take place at the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley in Edinburgh. Abbott's campaign has indicated that Friday's debate is the only one he's willing to do before Election Day. Our own Steve Spreester is going to be one of the moderators at the debate. We're going to have more coverage throughout the week. And of course, we're going to broadcast that debate on KSAT and live stream it right here on KSAT.com. It's going to start at 7 p.m. on Friday. And while we're at it, you have until October 11th to register to vote. Election Day is November 4th. 
Just add this to the list of things that are getting more expensive. We're talking about beer here. Breweries are having some challenges and part of the problem, of course, you've heard this before, supply chain issues, which started during the pandemic. So that's made grain and aluminum harder to come by. And then a separate issue, which is inflation. Cans are more expensive, along with gas, shipping and packing materials. And a same on the inflation side, we've seen it on, uh, you know, our staff, for instance. So uh, with salaries going up, well, um, I mean, we have to pay for it, stay competitive, but that impacts, you know, our, our revenue. And you know what else is in short supply? Carbon dioxide, which is crucial for breweries. It's been a rough time for people in the food service industry. A lot of those people lost their jobs in the beginning of the pandemic, as you remember, and others had way too much work and no time off. So a local nonprofit is dedicated to helping them. It's providing affordable mental health services to food service workers. Tiffany Huertas tells us how those services could expand now. For a lot of people that work in food and beverage, they don't have health insurance. Joel Rivas has made it his mission to connect those people to affordable therapists and free support groups. He says the pandemic impacted the mental health of workers in this industry in different ways. Imagine being in a day-to-day a -day job where, uh, from, for the most part, you work paycheck to paycheck. Also, just working in an environment that's, that's for the most part, very social, um, and that's uh, the emotional payoff of somebody, that coming to a screeching halt. Rivas is the founder of the Saint City Culinary Foundation that launched in 2017. Through their wellness program called HERD, they offer different services. And we also have um, therapy access working with uh, a counseling group in Austin, Texas called Capital Area Counseling, uh, that we partner with them in getting, uh, getting people that work in the food and beverage industry, uh, again, accessible, uh, and practical resources that they can afford. They also offer an affordable telehealth program and different educational health classes. During the pandemic, the nonprofit also hosted a COVID-19 pop-up vaccine clinic for service industry workers. Joelle says more than 400 people are using these services, not only in San Antonio, but across Texas, and he is planning to expand to other states. The next place that, that, that we are looking to expand is going to be New Orleans, uh, working with another nonprofit out there, partnering with them uh, to uh, really focus on mental health access uh, for people of color. Rivas was recently recognized for his mental health wellness program from a top food and entertainment magazine. He wants people in the service industry to know that they are not alone. We want people to get balanced in their life and that looks different for everybody. Uh, but addressing mental health and wellness concerns is uh, is a great first step in that direction. Tiffany Huertas, KSAT 12 News. We hope that you're enjoying this less humid weather. Meteorologist Adam Kasky now tells us what we can expect for tomorrow. Another taste of fall to start the day tomorrow. Hondo 54 degrees, Canyon Lake low to mid 50s, about 59 in and around San Antonio, but obviously some outlying areas a bit cooler. Timberwood Park 57 along with Converse, Lavernia Elmendorf about 59. By the afternoon, right near 90 degrees for high temperatures, and that's going to be the case pretty much the rest of this week. Wall-to-wall -wall sunshine throughout the day tomorrow, east-southeasterly breeze at 5 to 15. And very repetitive forecast here. Mornings in the mid-upper 50s, afternoons right near 90, but dry with no chance of rain, just sunshine. All right, so let's take advantage of that. Here's something that you can do while you're outside. You can help the needy in our community get food. 
This week is your last chance to take part in our KSAT community food donations. You can leave them at Randolph Brooks Federal Credit Union locations. And this right here, what you're looking at is a map of all of the locations that are participating. You can also find a list of these locations on KSAT.com. So what you do is bring in your donations through Friday at 5 p.m. And if you grab your phone and scan your QR code right there to your screen, it's going to take you to our web article that has a list of the 12 most wanted food items this month. And some of those are peanut butter, cereal, rice, also canned soup. Again, that food drive ends on Friday. Now, before we go, we want you to check this out. A new water coaster is coming to SeaWorld San Antonio. It's called Catapult Falls. And it's described as a thrill of a roller coaster with the sway and rocking of a boat ride. Sounds nice, right? Especially after lunch. Yeah, the road, uh, the ride is going to launch at 30 feet per second, has a 53 degree slope, and it crashes into a pool at 37 miles an hour. So I know what you're thinking. When can I ride it? Well, you can do so next year. We have more pictures of that ride on KSAT.com. And just like that, we're out of time. The 9 at 9 returns tomorrow. Have a lovely night. We'll see you then.